Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Litecoin Underground podcast. Uh, this week is another clip from our spaces. So this is actually a couple weeks old. I've been in, I've been delayed, and then I just spent like four hours trying to get my computer straightened out. I don't know what the deal was with whatever this program I used to record the audio, and I just couldn't get anything to move. So I was very frustrated. So you're getting me post-frustration right here. And I actually just came out of a Bitcoin spaces where I had to defend Litecoin. And that's never fun. So anyway, uh, this episode, this spaces, I think, you know, I'm trying to keep these short. I think I only took about an hour 15 out of this one. And uh, I kind of wish I could put the whole thing up, but I'm really trying to keep these somewhat abbreviated and encourage you to come into the spaces uh, you can always listen to the spaces on Twitter if you follow me at LTC Underground because there's like a full recording that I usually retweet the next day or something, and you can just listen to them all right there. So um, this was all about culture. This is something that I is probably a recurring theme with me. If you go back and listen, I bring this up, uh, gosh, probably at least once every month or two. I get very consumed with the idea of what is the culture of Litecoin? What are we... What do we represent? How do we identify ourselves? Uh, because I've really continued to come back to this idea that these monies, as you'll hear me talk about, these monies that we're talking about are technically very similar, and they're going to be around a long time. And I think one of the differentiators that will come to be is this difference in what is the culture that is that revolves around them. Um it sounds silly for money. Like, should my money really be cultural? But it, you know, it absolutely is. And and people, you gotta have, you gotta be in these early days of early days of crypto. There's kind of this survival mentality in a way. Um, you need your ride or die people. <laughs> and I think Litecoin we're forming that. Um, I will say one thing that I feel very proud of in in this space is that that I started. I never had any intention to create this culture of Litecoin, but I do feel there's at least a touchstone. Once a week, people can come in, we can speak on our own terms, so to speak. We have our own language in a way that isn't as aggressive maybe as the Bitcoin maximalist. It's maybe not as goofy as the Dogecoiners. It's somewhere in the middle. I'd say it's pretty laid back. Um, I know one of the followers who's, I think he talks in this one, the Sad Frogs, your first name, whatever his I wish I had a better name for him, but you know, he had, he did a thread and he felt like the, um, maybe he used the word Socratic, you know, we're like maybe very diplomatic, open-minded, interested in honest debate and pretty laid back. I don't think we're a very aggressive group and I, and slowly that is attracting people. And I think giving people a place to kind of come and, and talk about whatever and feel comfortable talking about it without uh, quick dismissal or judgment. So if that's what I've co- accomplished with these spaces so far, then I feel pretty happy about that. So I know it's a long intro, uh, but you know what? This is my show, so I can do what I want. <laughs> so every week, uh, you know, I have to mention uh, Cake Wallet. You know, they're a sponsor of the show. It's the official wallet of the Litecoin Underground. If you go to my YouTube channel, I just did a pretty long video with Justin and Skylant from Cake Wallet. And we talked about all the new tools they've got. 
on not only Cake Pay, but this Trocador app where you can invoice people. Uh, there's Bird Pay, which is you can basically tip people on Twitter, <clears throat> myself included, by just in the wallet. Uh, you know, you could type in there at, at LTC Underground and throw me a whatever, a hundredth of a Litecoin, whatever you want to do, and it'll show up in my Cake Wallet, which is pretty cool. So um, go check those guys out. They're building a great product. They got a new mobile wallet, and I know they're working on some stuff potentially for some of those ordinals. I think it's early stages, but um, I also know they'll be they'll work on MWeb and get it as soon as it's possible. So, all right, enough for my long-winded intro. Uh, if you guys want to join, again, Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, and I'll uh, see you another time. Thanks again always for listening. I appreciate it. For my indulging in old music, ah, oh, Chief, you missed it. You probably, you may not know it anyway. Some old Dre and Q back in the day. All right. So, um, yeah, I feel like this week was kind of quiet. I don't know if it's just me. And there's all the Bitcoin drama that went down at the Bitcoin conference that maybe we could talk about. I have something related to that, but. Um, yeah, I put this up as an ask me anything. I don't know if people come up. I mean, uh, if somebody new comes in, I would want people to feel comfortable coming up here. I don't know if we get a lot of new people, but anybody who's listening, don't uh, you know? Don't hesitate to jump up and ask a question. But I'm going to circle back to something I talk about all the time, and I feel like I beat this thing to death. Is this whole like brand culture, whatever? whatever it is we talk about 
I know some people feel like it doesn't even matter, like that the technical features of Litecoin make it kind of this, I don't know, I say indestructible, but kind of an inevitable thing that if crypto succeeds, Litecoin is going to be one of them. And, you know, so be it, I guess. And so what's the point in making a whole lot of effort? But I guess the more I think about how similar so many things are, you know, something today master put out there, you know, he, he's kind of the, he is the master of saying like, well, if Bitcoin can do it, Litecoin can do it. Bitcoin can do it. Litecoin can do it. And that's totally true. Right. And anything that Litecoin adopts could be adopted by Dogecoin. Anything, you know, I've, I've said before, I bought a long time ago, Vertcoin. Vertcoin is basically like a total copy of Litecoin. And so like, what are the differentiating factors? Like there's a big, a big part of it is mining. A big part of it is where is it used, liquidity, those types of things. But those are all kind of that network effect thing that we've talked about. You know, if nobody's using it, then nobody's going to accept it. And if nobody accepts it, then it just gets worse and worse, right? So I don't know. I just, I, I shared something today and I'll reshare it here. Um, that was Steve Jobs uh, talking about kind of like your brand <clears throat> and like how Apple decided to change kind of how they, I guess, went to market might be the best way to put about it, put it or how they identified themselves. And I, th- and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but I think we talked about this at the end of last week. I'm not sure. We didn't quite, maybe it was a couple weeks ago or it might've been your space chief of like, really clarifying like what is Litecoin's identity? Yeah, I think we so much of our identity is tied to like we do what Bitcoin does but better. And I think that doesn't it still doesn't say a lot to people because a lot of people don't know what Bitcoin does. They don't quite understand why do I want to own Bitcoin? What's the culture? Like what is it that interests me or intrigues me about it? And so, I don't know, I was listening to that, you know, he talks about like values, which I've, I've said stuff about like Litecoin values or some way to kind of communicate what it is you're about um, to hopefully attract some like-minded, like-minded people. Uh, in that clip, if you guys watch, he talks about being memorable. Like you only got, there's so many things in people's daily life. There are thousands of things they look at, videos, images, tweets, songs, whatever. You know, memes are obviously a good example of something that sticks in your head. And how do you lodge yourself in someone's brain and create an identity around Litecoin? And I, I don't know. I feel like it's something that we haven't really put our finger on yet. You know, if I asked you, what is the culture of Bitcoin? You could probably describe it. What is the culture of Dogecoin? You could probably describe it. And sometimes I feel like we just get lost somewhere in there. And um, yeah, it's like, where do we fit? So I was thinking about some like, I don't know. I feel stupid. I'm not a marketing wizard. And I know this isn't marketing. I'm not like running the marketing department. There's just things I think about. So like some of the things we've talked about, like we, I would say like Litecoin is all, obviously we're a group of people that think like you should be able to choose what you want. You know, you shouldn't let, someone else dictate what you're allowed to do with your money or which money you choose just because they either guilt you into it or shame you into it or force you to use it. And I would say that's probably a common identity because we've all felt that like feeling of as, you know, 
as Litecoiners, you're not you're not part of the main. You're not a Bitcoin, right? You're a shitcoin or whatever. And uh, so yeah, just like things like don't you know define your own path or kind of like be your own person, make your own decisions. Those types of taglines of what is our identity. So that's why I want to open up to you guys. I don't decide this stuff, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think there's a do you think it matters, number one, what your culture is? Do you think that we have a definitive one that maybe would be consistent across more than 20% of Litecoin holders? You know, I think about like Dogecoin has that do only good every day, right? That's that's kind of a, a thing in their community. And um, yeah, and do you have any ideas for them? That'd be the third question, so. I know Bogomas doesn't think it matters at all, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I but mean, if you, if, if you believe that Bitcoin has done everything has done because of the community or the culture, then you can believe that. Believe in a free country, right? Well, I think they've identified a a narrative that speaks to some people. You know, and it's it's the, you know, one over 21 million or infinity over 21 million. And, you know, you can look at it and you look, does Michael Saylor speak for all Bitcoiners? No. But I think if you were to ask 90 percent of them, I think you'd find some pretty common sayings among many of them that you and I could probably repeat because we've heard them so often. The thing is with Bitcoin, whatever good properties it has, it has it. So even if you praise it or condemn it for it, you know what I'm saying? It's there. So True. How, how would you perceive those properties? It, it's just a matter of time and space, I guess. Well, so the interesting thing about the Steve Jobs clip, and I think I've mentioned this a long time ago, is that you know Apple never had like the best computers. They didn't have the best hardware. They weren't the fastest. They didn't have the most memory. People chose it because they had almost a, like there was some there's some sort of connection to it. They're not making logical decisions. Yeah, but there is the the hardware was really good. Right, it was good enough. No, no, like, it was really good for the for the time being. Like you can find uh, the, you can find an Apple computer from the early days still working. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But at the, t- at the time of purchase, people are making a decision if they were picking Dell or Hewlett Packard or Apple. Like, there's really no difference, right? There's, you get a certain amount of kilohertz, you get, or whatever it is, megahertz now, back in the day, you know, or how much, however much RAM you get, or whatever. It was all fairly similar. Same thing with, you know, cars can be somewhat similar like that. Well, it's not that and similar, you, though. That's what I'm saying. Or televisions. Do you still buy televisions? Do you buy the jankiest TV off the shelf? Like some no-name brand? You're like, nah, there's got to be some brand behind it. I, I think there's, I just think there's more to people's decision-making than the technicals. Obviously, right? Or else we wouldn't be sitting here uh, looking at Litecoin at 85 bucks and Bitcoin at 28000 Because it wouldn't there's no logical reason why people would make that decision. Isn't that brand builds up itself from, from word of mouth? 
Well, I guess, yeah, sure. Because you can try. That's, what, that's, that's marketing. Because you can. That's what, that's what marketing is, though, right? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, I mean, like it's it's being able to convey a message. But you have to be persistent. In what yeah, you're doing. I agree. Yeah, I agree. That's that's what I mean. Even in progress, that's I think. Even in progress, I, you have to be persistent. I mean, I think like what I mean, Doge is. I know Doge isn't as you know. If you look at like how much does Doge get used, it really isn't that much compared to Litecoin. It's obviously it's more of like a a club sometimes <laughs> instead of like actually getting used. But they are memorable, you know. Like you know, like Doge is Doge is has the meme thing going. The unfortunate part of but Doge is that they've been labeled as like a joke, and they've even embraced the joke thing. So people who really are thinking about buying it are like, well, it's just a joke. I won't buy it. You know what I'm saying? Like if they're genuinely thinking of investing, they're not, they're not looking at technicals. They're like, well, Bitcoin's the one that's like the safest. Everybody knows about it. It's digital gold. Dogecoin's a joke. I'm not going to buy Dogecoin. So what I'm saying is there's no like identifier of Litecoin. Like almost nobody you hear that uh, you talk to has heard of Bitcoin, has also heard of Litecoin. Like, it's very rare. Yeah. It's not that rare. It's not that rare. Well, <clears throat> I don't know. In my it's, world, it's it rare. Is. It's rare to find people who use other coins, like normally use, not trading and aping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think you, don't we're find, you don't find other coins <laughs> being used. I think our motto is safe. Our marketing is literally safe we we support do your own research um we don't support going to the moon as fast um i think we need someone to to hype it up um and i think that's what people want yeah all this are for price action all this yeah price action i think litecoin is like more the safe asset i i I quote unquote the boring that's the boring asset but i don't think that's true but i think that's how people see it I, I don't know. I mean, I, and I get. It. I mean, it's... I really, I, I really came in the conclusion that in ten or fifteen years, people will have no idea about these tools. That's crazy. What do you mean? That they will have no idea what are what are they using as a layer of money paying system. Mm. And I'm talking about the mass population, right? True. Like, do you have any idea how the banking system works? Like, technically, how it works? Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> you know you don't. We create. We. I used to work at a bank. We create no. fake money out of thin air when yeah, we but, when we yeah. give out a loan. <laughs> how? How? Yeah. I just press a button. It's we get a. We, <laughs> I swear to you, yeah. we have we have this paper that's a ledger debit, and then we have this paper that's a ledger credit. So then we debit someone and then we credit someone and then we press the enter button. I swear. Yeah. Is that simple? That's the theory. I know. It's simple. <laughs> yeah. How technically you do it. You know what I'm saying? Because you can, well, you can, you can explain Litecoin think... and Bitcoin technically how the transactions get approved. Yeah, but nobody cares. Exactly. That's my whole point. Well, and, and, and here's here's. Here's the other part of this, I think, is 
is probably a factor to me is that, and I, and I almost wonder if it's better to be in the background. Like maybe there's some benefit to that, right? But like Bitcoin, you know, it's like this threat to governments is how they phrase it. And then you take, again, I'm using Doge and Bitcoin as these counter arguments where Doge is this joke. And almost Doge can fly under the radar because everyone just assumes it's a joke, right? Um, I don't they, know. They thinking, I think it would be. They were thinking the same way about Trump in 2015. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so I, I just really, I don't, I don't know. Is I mean, is Twitter the, you know, Twitter's this microcosm. Yeah. I mean, more people listen to Elon interview Ron DeSantis tonight than watch CNN. That tells me there's a lot of people on Twitter. That was wild. Right? Dude. A, lot Twitter get, a lot of people get their information. A lot of people get their information from Twitter. Twitter crashed. Like literally the whole application crashed. Oh, I didn't even, see. I didn't even know that. I mean, I heard it crash. I thought just the space. No, no. The whole entire the whole app crashed. Whole app crashed. <laughs> there were oh, half a million shit. people. The first space that he started, there were half a million people instantly. <laughs> That's awesome. That was crazy. Yeah, so I mean, you're talking about this has a, this, for you and me, this has this, maybe serves one purpose, but, you know, granted, there's not a lot of people in here right now, but, you know, if people around the world, if we feel like, hey, here's a tool you can use that can be useful for you, I think there's some value in having an identity to it. And I think the it's just silly for us to act like that doesn't matter. Well, it is because I'm telling you, like like Bitcoin Cash's identity, or da- does Dash have an identity? Does Zeke? I mean, like some of these cultures, you go, I don't know. They're what are the they? Only, People don't know what they the are. Only, There's twenty thousand cryptocurrencies. You have you have to stand out in some way. What would you like for the identity for Litecoin to be? I don't know necessarily. Like I I, I like the idea of it being. Um, what do you think it needs? Yeah, you know, I was I was jotting some things down. Like I think I think like freedom, like choice, right? Freedom. Uh, don't be told what to do. Like, kind of define your own path. Like these would be like taglines. I have nothing to do. Like if you watch that clip from Steve Jobs, he's he says he's like Nike sells shoes, but they don't ever put their shoes in an ad. They don't talk about their shoes. They don't talk about what kind of rubber they are, how much air is in the soles. Has nothing to do with that. It has to do with athletes, right? Great athletes, iconic, like iconic athletes are there. Dylan Mulvaney, and so they they've built this brand. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's they true. This, but I mean, they've built this brand around like an identity, and so when you like you live that out, and Bitcoin has an identity. These people are like brainwashed by it. You know what I'm saying? And that's a very important survival metric in my opinion you have to have buyers of last resort that look at like i'm in this for the long haul yeah you you realize that there are millions of people around the world doesn't know about bitcoin maxes right i get it i get it but there's there's a lot of i know but there's a lot of them and i know it's a it's a it's a price action thing but price is important when it comes down to like you start having halvings and block rewards go down, at some point in time, price appreciation needs to keep up. Do you ever think that? Do you ever think that that asshole Adam Back is right? Uh, sometimes. 
crosses my mind because sometimes. Because if he's right, we're talking nonsense all the time. You mean that lightning will just take over no, the world? No, Bitcoin's going to take over the world. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but unlikely. No. So for Litecoin, the I only see... identity, like, it's a, it, it's a decentralized software. But anyway, the only identity is the, the, is the only successful byproduct of Bitcoin. Yeah, but that's not an identity. I'm telling. That's not. A, that's not a, like a cultural thing that like people at Dogecoin don't go. Well, we're the only. You know, we're merge mined with Litecoin. Most of them don't know that shit. They don't care. They're in Dogecoin because they are ride or die Dogecoin because they identify with that culture. They think it's fun and it's like whatever by some like proxy they're buying into the Elon thing and they jump in these spaces and it's fun. And if it goes to shit, it's like, Oh, it was a joke, but I made some good friends along the way. (laughs) I I met some people identified with. And and that's where I I think like this, this lack of like, you know, if I went on that lady's show, that Christy Lee, you know, it's hard. Like, why are you in the light? There is room to do that with Dogecoin. Even like a social experiment. There's a room, there's a lot of Dogecoin in circulation. And it's going to be a lot more. Yeah. You can't do that with Litecoin. It's only, it's going to be only 84 million. I know. What does that have to do with what I'm talking about? Right? So you can, you can, do, that? That, you can do that with, uh, with Dogecoin because there's a lot of coins. Right. You, you can do that game. You can do that social experiment but i don't think it's going to work on the other one on the other sites like litecoin and bitcoin which is not working people are really serious on bitcoin and litecoin i don't know i mean bitcoin does it the only bitcoin has a has a an identity a tagline like a these guys are all speaking the same language you know what i'm saying it, it, it differs from time to time because in 2013 it was the magic internet money, and now is the ultimate store of value and the digital energy. You know what I'm saying? Right. So what people think about everything, it changes all the time. Well, uh, here's for, here, for uh, Bob Moss. You are not in the marketing department. I've made a decision. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, here, Sean's new. Let's let Sean. Sean and Plato's cavern. Who's Sean? I don't know. Uh, Cave, I don't know. Um, I've interacted with you uh, over Bitcoin, Litecoin, and all that, and I went to shitcoins. Well, not I'm saying like shitcoins, like uh, the gambling aspect, the real shitcoins. Then the Bitcoin. I'm like, oh, this is cool, and then I'm like, wow, this these people are narrow-minded. I just I don't see Bitcoin taking over the world. I think there's going to be other options, and um, like I think Litecoin has the best shot. That's just I wanted to add that to that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I guess I don't see it as like. I don't know, man. It just feels like dis. Maybe it would be more. Maybe this is a personal thing for me. I don't know. I just see there. It it gets difficult to communicate. Like, you get into the weeds talking about block sizes. In like two and a half minutes, and it's a tenth of a penny. 
it's meaningful, but obviously it's not that meaningful because, because anybody that comes in and we're like, Oh, 10th of a penny, then someone comes below you and they're like, well, we're it's nano or it's whatever the fuck these other ones are Kaz or doge or whatever. Right. There's always going to be somebody else who's got cheaper fees and has faster blocks. And then it's like, okay, now I got to get into a stupid conversation about decentralization and shit. It starts to be like, that stuff doesn't like click with people. It doesn't make them go. What it doesn't make them understand? Why do I need to buy Litecoin? Why do I need to use these tools? Why are they valuable? Why do I care? Like who cares if Bitcoin's blocks are every 10 minutes and Litecoin's are two and a half? What difference does it make? Right. And instead of explaining really, it, because you, you saw that a few weeks ago, what difference does it make? Okay, okay, fine. Difference between Dogecoin at one minute and Ethereum at 15 seconds or that neat or whatever nano at every second there's a block or Solana's like what seven blocks a second or some crazy <laughs> shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's just it's it's impossible for like you just said, the average person doesn't understand how the banking industry works. And so to think we're gonna sit here and debate ticky tack debates about technical things on these coins that don't ultimately matter. And for the average user, or certainly today as people are getting introduced to these things, I think they don't understand. They just don't get why they exist. Right. Like most, most Bitcoiners, when you're like, well, yeah, but Litecoin Ooh. does this, this and that. Well, yeah, but Dick, Bitcoin's already decentralized. What do I even need Litecoin for? Like, they don't get why there needs to be two of them. Yeah, because they're gamblers. We're not talking about gambling. We're talking about usage. We're talking about uh, individualism. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, individualism. I think that's something that is an identity of Litecoiners. I think most Litecoiners are people that like took the status quo and were like, Okay, I see what everybody's doing, but that doesn't mean I just stop. Exactly. I don't take other people's word for it. I am actually taking some time to understand these things. And so if like we start to identify this kind of like-mindedness of we are questioners of things or I don't know, we do we actually do our own research. We do. Then important. other people might go, "Oh, maybe I should check this out." This their thing is like doing our own research. <laughs> I'm into that. Yeah. I'm going to check out Litecoin. But individualism know? goes on the opposite of Collectively. culture. Well, I, mean, Ooh, this, oh, I don't know. Oh, this is, see this. Now we're getting juicy. Go ahead. <laughs> There's all these talks about Bitcoin being adopted by states, institutions. There's no way people are going to be able to be like affording fees and all that. So is, are we really accomplishing anything on that network versus Litecoin and other networks that are trying to do the very similar things? I think you well, could, his, his, I think there could be an argument made that governments start hoarding Bitcoin and conduct business on the lightning network and push the lightning network that they control. And you that's know, the whole reason why we have been Litecoin spaces and not Bitcoin. I know, I know. Right? That's why I want to. That's why more people. No. Need. So the thing is, the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, I believe too that Bitcoin is, is going to be adopted by states and governments and 
institutions. That's why it's a good opportunity to get some of it in case that happens. It's not an everyday use. I'm sorry, but it's not going to be an everyday use. Right. Think about it. Like you said, nobody's going to pay fees. Nobody's going to pay those fees. Yeah, and I've, I was, I've only been around for the last maybe year and a half, and I saw the fees last, uh, the past month, and I'm like, there's no way. That was, and I know they've been higher. The, the fees was the reason that uh, SegWit was was implemented, and why the network was trying to do work. But the fees are unaffordable, globally speaking. No, it's, even, it's even down. Because it's only been like people forget. Buck or people two forget. It's not. It's only only about the U.S. We're talking about everybody. <laughs> Well, okay, so this this goes to maybe some of the original point, too. It's like, if you take somebody who lives in, I don't know, Nigeria right now, right? They're having their digital currency blow up and stuff. And, uh, you know, I see a lot of Bitcoiners in Africa, right? Onboarding people into Lightning or even El Salvador where they're using the Chivo wallet or whatever it might be. They're getting a distorted view of what the purpose of these things are. Not really, because... People do their own research. So when this, wow. when that tool is not going to work, he's going to look for other tools because he looked already for another tool. You know what I'm saying? He found Bitcoin or he found Lightning. All right. I don't know. I, I don't know that I. No, we agree can with we, we can we can talk about it because people are like, oh, they are trying to teach uh, Bitcoin only to people. Well, it is Bitcoin, but we all know that it is Litecoin too. Well, but here's all I really want out of that situation is for people around the world to go to just ask, well, what about Litecoin? Right? I've heard of Lite. Oh, well, Litecoin's on my PayPal too. What is that? Well, and, un- and understanding I'm like. I'm pretty sure in 10 years going to be people around the world teaching other people about Litecoin only. I hope not. What do you mean you hope not? I don't want anybody to be. I don't want to be a Litecoin. I don't want anything only. I want. I don't want anything only. I don't think that's a a realistic or a good option for people. Well, well, that's how toxic. We have all all of us. All of us, we have something in common. Right? Mm-hmm. Stateless money. Yeah. Why does that matter? Why do I care about stateless money? Because you don't, you don't want the manipulation of money printing. Why not? I mean, Why I'm, not? Going down, I'm going to be the like five-year-old asking questions. Why not? Why not? Because it produces inflation. And it corrupts politicians. And companies. Ooh, corrupts politicians. I like that. Yeah, it does. It does. Free money. They can get as much as they want. Think about it. Did you guys uh, listen or watch Tulsi Gabbard or RFK's uh, sure, keynotes? Yeah. yeah. I have not, actually. I wanted to hear Tulsi's, but I haven't heard oh, that. Oh, it's pretty good. I, I will vote for Kennedy for president and her vice president. 
Tulsi didn't really speak about like crypto or Bitcoin, but it, it was spot on. It's funny, man. I kind of checked that. I, I was thinking about that this week about politics in general. I kind of, I just was like, fuck it. I'm not voting for a major party for anything. Like I'm just done with these. <laughs> Both sides are just awful. <laughs> but uh, I also think that's like a cop out, right? It's, prevents me from having to actually engage with the topics because i'm just like i don't care that we're it's predestined right everything's going to be doomed so why even try so maybe i haven't put all my energy into talking about litecoin and blockchains and you know what impact is that having something you're a libertarian uh i am i think everybody I think yeah. I, I think everybody is to a degree, you know. Yeah. That's, that's everybody the hard part the crypto. about. Everybody was in the crypto. Deep deep inside, is libertarian. Yeah, but it's challenging, you know. That's the hard part about libertarianism. It's like this. It's the same thing with the maximalism. It's a purity test, you know. At some point, you know, anybody, yeah, it's literally a holier than thou thing. Like, well, you're not libertarian enough. Or, oh, you think the state should do this? Well, then you're not a libertarian. It's like, I don't know, dude. I just want less state. I just yeah. want to start there. Yeah. I'll start dialing it back and see where we end up, you know? Yeah. And hopefully we go too far and we go, you know what? Maybe we need a little bit of the state. <laughs> and we find that sweet spot. Everybody's but, like, we don't like government, but as soon as the market crashes, oh, where is the government? <laughs> I know, dude. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, and that's the that's the biggest disappointment in that in the whole Bitcoin space has been, you know, it's just been so weird to watch. Like, and I know Max Kaiser's just a fucking nut, but there's people who support it. You're just like, what is going on here? Do you not understand what this like? What is the other, the funny thing to me is when people are like, well, we'll just all be on Lightning, and not many people leave in custody their own coins and blah blah. It's like, well, then what was the whole point? What's the fucking point? Just buy gold. It's going to make things a lot easier. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is... I don't go to, I don't go to Bitcoin spaces. You're crazy. No, I don't go... I don't have to go into the spaces. I just read the ridiculous shit. Oh, just uh, click the three dots. Hide tweet. This tweet is... Oh, uh, I know. Irrelevant. I'm... Yeah, I started muting all the fights. That's what I've muted. That's... Yeah. Oh, God. Or there were a couple lists. recently, dude. There was one where, like... And they're showing people getting killed and shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you're watching, you're going, oh, this looks like it's going to end really bad. And then you're like, you know what? I don't need to see it. I don't yeah. care. I'm just going <laughs> to mute it. I'm <laughs> never, never look at that stupid video again. I don't need this negativity in my life, you know? Yeah, that's a good thing now, though. You can you can actually manage what, what are you seeing at some, at, at some degree. Well, here, so I got another thread for you that I thought was really interesting. I got a question. I got, I got a serious question for you. Okay, go ahead. How the fuck do you crash the market? Every Wednesday, dude. Is it crashing right now? It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I got powerful people. This is because... Oh, shit, it is, it is crashing right now. I didn't, I didn't even notice. It was going to go up until Bagramas refused to get on board with my marketing campaigns. Oh, shit. I mean, let's fucking do it. Shit, Johnny was in here earlier. I kind of want Johnny to come out. Johnny's a guy who... I really like the way he approaches this stuff. Johnny Litecoin. 
I don't know. In general, it's like, uh, it gets exhausting to go. And I, and I understand where maximals come from in the sense that like having to explain like, who's that girl today at moth who's been in here before. And she talked about, didn't Charlie sell his coins? And you're like, Oh my God, how many times do we have to address this stupid conversation? <laughs> because it's irrelevant. It's absolutely irrelevant. And that's the other part of some of this stuff. It's so irrelevant to the functioning of Litecoin and what it does and why it's important that getting into those weeds distracts from the actual conversation that needs to be had. You have 10 brain cells and you read an article about Bitcoin maximalism and you have one brain cell. <laughs> it's a lose-lose situation. So I feel like another big issue with the Bitcoin side of things is their need for like ossifying the chain and not wanting to change anything like how how much of a threat is that to its future you see litecoin i mean i know it's been slow everywhere but mimblewimble and all that i do think that's a problem in general um i don't know that this is where i agree with Boglamas that the people on twitter don't represent all bitcoiners and it would only take dude it would take like two months of $25 fees before people would start going, okay, we got to do something. Something's got to change. Like they can talk a lot of shit, but it'll run out real fast. If people just start saying, I'm selling my Bitcoin to go somewhere else because I can't fucking use it, you know, or all their lightning transactions are locked up because they can't close a channel and they're just stuck on the lightning network forever. They're going to be like, okay, this is not how I planned us going. I, I think, yeah, last week, Sean, you weren't in here. I explained I, I had to do, well, I didn't have to, but I was trying to do this on-chain monkeys thing everybody's doing, which it's an NFT thing. It's my first NFT venture. And I mm -hmm. had to move Bitcoin, like I had to do like three transactions and it took like 45 minutes and cost me like 20 bucks. It was just ridiculous. I'm like, this is, I don't even understand how Bitcoiners cannot say this is retarded. Sorry for using the R word. Hard R. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I check the mempool when I do any transaction. And it's usually early in the morning or late at night. Like, how is that going <laughs> to work? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, we all know it. And that's where I think getting into those conversations or trying to defend the Litecoin or something. I do it all the time. Trust me, I know I'm guilty of it. 100% guilty of it is uh, it's not productive and it doesn't do anything to communicate to anybody who's actually wanting to listen because those people don't want to listen so there but anyway this other thread I shared I thought was really great I never heard of this guy before but I've read now a few of his threads and uh, this speaks a bit to maximalism uh, memes, like the meme value of Bitcoin and how like, this was, I guess, a, uh, I guess there was some sort of study done about memes back in maybe 50, 60 years ago. Not the meme as we know them today, but that people like the, the whole idea that people want things that other people want. And that they'll actually, I mean, you got to read this thread. It's so, it's so 
clearly defines what is happening and that there's a class of people that come in once that once there's like this mimetic desire he calls it that creates this desire to um have things other people have so you you start to attract these people that come in and they're like well i want to be part of the club and i want to own i think nfts are a little bit of this too and then these uh kind of grifters come in and they start to essentially hollow out the original intention of the meme that started in the first place i'm not doing any justice you got to read this thread it was just really interesting and i want to try to get this guy on um but he so well defines um what's going on in bitcoin right now that these people have come in and they're kind of taking advantage of this meme to monetize the the plebs right the bitcoin plebs and i think we could all know who those people are it's just inter- it's just interesting this is really interesting i i just wanted to bring it up cuz i think you guys should all read it and i'm hoping to have him in cuz he has a couple other writings that are really cool and i'm not doing any justice so uh anyway can i add my two cents uh, yeah, of course. Can I defend the maxis? Oh shit! Yeah, of course. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably argue with you, but so here's the thing: you have two options to choose: make everybody uh, rich or Give a fair opportunity to everybody to get rich. And which one is possible and which one is not? Like, is is it is it possible to make everybody rich? No. Is it possible to give the possibility and the freedom to everybody to get rich? Or live their dreams or their capabilities or their, you know what I'm saying? Right. Give them a free environment. Change the system. Yeah. So that's the whole point of maximalism. You can't make everybody rich by buying Bitcoin. There's not 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 much Bitcoin, but you can make everybody equal and and free. What about Pepe? What was that? I was joking. What about Pepe? I mean, whatever. No, I'm, I'm talking about state labels. Government level. No, I know. I, I, I know the problem. Yeah. Well, to mean, me, you can use any, anything. But I don't want the government to use XRP, though. Hell no. You see where I'm going? But I want the government to use Bitcoin. There's, there's talks about XRP and all them, like, turning into CBDCs. Yeah, with WE, yeah. With the whatever. I don't know what that means. I mean, to me, I don't see how that improves the value of XRP. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's so the company. It's kind of like stable coins on Litecoin. I'm not quite 100% sure how stable coins on Litecoin are good for Litecoin. I mean, it's possible. If it happens, it happens, but it just seems like <clears throat> unnecessary clutter. 
So do you see my point on, on maximalism? Well, I think it's I think that that's what they've they're telling themselves. I think if they truly wanted everyone to have like an opportunity, their goal would be uh, people would have the freedom to choose what they wanted. Well, Bitcoin backs it up, though. It's more uh, well-known, has more people working on it. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. No, I don't know that I do. But, but behind Bitcoin, I mean, it's really, for proof of work, it's really just Litecoin and what, Monero? Doge. Yeah, Litecoin oh, Doge. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I know. No, no more ETH, unfortunately. But so, God, I think I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I don't blame it, no one because everybody has their own purpose. If it's gambling and if it's pumping their bags, it's pumping their bags. A lot of people do that, but I do believe there are people who are working on it to make it better and make the society better with it. I'm just saying. Hang on, I gotta... Chief, you talk for a second. I gotta do something. Hang on. Why do I... Here, Chief. Well, well, <laughs> I don't know. Because you're the one who hasn't talked. Oh, talk. I mean, I've okay, been tell here me, listening. Tell me, tell me about... Uh, did you bet on any of the basketball games? Hell no. I wish I would have bet money on the Heat, but no. I, I'm, I'm not losing money. <laughs> I didn't even see. Did they end up sweeping? No the way. No, they, the Celtics won. Okay. I can't. I mean, I, I don't even watch the NBA at all, but uh, I've been following the playoffs. It's amazing what the Heat have done. Yeah, I, I, it's really great. The Lakers got swept, too, so that's good. I wish I would have put my money on Denver. I wish. But... Well, yeah, it's hindsight. I, I, I'm from LA, but I hate It hurts being a Bruins fan and a Celtics fan. Oof. All right, so Bogomas, I'm going to go back to this real quick. So if you think I was like um, talking about Litecoin and my whole focus was like telling people don't buy anything else. Everything else is a scam. I don't care if you have to use uh, custody lightning. I don't care what you got to do, but don't even touch other coins. You don't think that's a self-serving message? Yeah, but Bitcoin, it's established. It's not a scam. I don't know. I don't think it's a scam. There's a difference talking to... Yeah, when you're talking to unknown people, Bitcoin is established that there's nobody behind it or whatever. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Litecoin will be... I'm not not saying that Litecoin is. Litecoin is going to be the same... People are going to push about Litecoin in 10 years. But do, but do you think like Peter Schiff told people to stay away from Bitcoin? And he was supporting an asset that had no backing. No one no one controls gold, right? So well, the mind was, he, was he giving his audience like a good, fair assessment or was he biased? Because like, let's like, do, do you think it's okay? Do you think it's possible? Who's fairly, who's fairly biased? How about do you, that? 
Do you think it's possible someone will create a coin that is able to be superior to Bitcoin? <laughs> Somebody did. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, I mean, because the same but principles, like before. maybe proof of work, maybe they find some way of securing it that's uh, better for whatever reason. We just haven't thought of it they, yet. They did. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they, they find a different way to secure it better. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? That, right. That's why that'd be a proof of work. Before. Maybe it's some sort of other, you know, mathematical proofs that we don't understand yet okay. that come into existence. If I tell those people, don't even look at it. Like I'm doing them a disservice, and I'm not being honest. Like I'm not being welcoming to new information. I think you're doing people a disservice. The byproduct. That I told you before, it's it's always in place. It's the only successful byproduct of Bitcoin. All right, Let's somebody look, did uh, it. What, what are you saying? Somebody did it. Like 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 the like the block space. Like you were telling last week that if somebody comes in ten years and have a proposal for bigger blocks, no, because somebody did it. It's like it's there. All right. It's big cash with bigger blocks. Well, here, let's let... Uh, man, Pupa? XB2. Usually just PB is fine. PB. Hey, guys. Peanut butter. What's up, bud? Yeah, <laughs> peanut butter, yeah. Thanks for letting me speak. Uh, so, first of all, it's not the first time I, I listen to your, uh, to your spaces. I really appreciate them. I like to listen to things different than Bitcoin. Uh, you know, you can say I, I use Litecoin a lot in the past. I use it less today. I actually use more Lightning. Uh, and we interacted a few times through Twitter. I appreciated the answer. I'm really trying to better understand what the, the Litecoin community, what the Litecoin ecosystem looks like right now. And I have like three points I'd like to uh, discuss if it's okay. Just ask a few questions and, and better understand uh, what you guys have to explain because I'm not that familiar with the Litecoin community today. Is that is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Exactly what we were talking about before you came in. So go ahead. Great. So so the first one is, you know, personally myself, I, I don't see myself as a Bitcoin maximalist or even as a Bitcoin whatever. What I actually want is just to have money that won't be debased. I started interacting with the economy of my country a few years ago and I quickly started to learn and understand just looking at prices around especially real estate that something is not right we or we're all working we productivity is keep increasing technology is getting better and better but like I'm like a slave I have to work more and more and more and I have less and less and it's harder and harder and you know looking around I started understanding that my my currency was getting debased all the time and bitcoin just seems like a, a good solution to that you know if there's a better solution I'll take it if tomorrow the the federal reserve decides that the US dollar will become hard money I, I I don't care about bitcoin anymore I'll just use the US dollars because it's hard money sound money and that's what I want So Bitcoin has a really nice narrative about that, and it's easy to uh, to just you know follow the narrative because it seems to work. And and what makes it work, in my understanding, it's not that it's orange, it's not that 
it has the best miners, the biggest hash rate. None of that actually matters. What matters is the social layer, the nodes, people running nodes, and actually the maxis, because I know that there's a large group of people who won't betray the, the contract, the implicit contract I have with them, which is money that don't debase, sound money, hard money, you know, the 21 million meme, stuff like that. And that's why I'm here. And the only way today that I have to ensure that I can have sound hard money is basically implicitly trusting all these other people who want the same thing that I want. I used Litecoin a lot in the past, mainly to exit exchanges or things like that when the fees on Bitcoin were too high, but mm -hmm. I still don't know exactly what it stands for. You know, I, I used Litecoin when Charlie Lee was still around, loved that guy, he's really smart, really funny too, but I, you know, it's like Bitcoin's little brother. So that's something I never really, uh, never really grasped. Maybe I can stop here and I have like two yeah. other points that I can wait, yeah. Thanks. I want to start here because I swear to God, I didn't tell him to come in and say this shit because this is exactly what I was talking about in the first half hour of the show. <laughs> I wasn't there. Sorry, maybe I missed that. No, no. It was, you know, that the culture breeds kind of this like buyer of last resort, right? And that, yeah, there is something to having a group of people that you know are in it for the same reasons you're in it. And I, and actually, I didn't even think about it in the sense of, um, like that, you know, they're not going to change the protocol on you, right? Well, that, that's kind of what it is. You know, the block size wars, what they showed is that these guys won't change these rules and that's what I want. So the, the, the coin for me that wins for, and when I say that wins, it's not like an objective judgment. It's with respect to what I want, which is sound hard money is the one that has the social layer, the nodes that will, whatever happens, won't fork to something else. They will stay on the same, this path, the one I want. Uh, and, you know, I don't even know who the Litecoin node runners are, uh, who they are, what they stand for, what they want. Uh, will they change something in the future that I don't like? So, you know, in, in a way, the toxic maxis that we, we keep talking about is the reason why I'm here. It's because I know these guys, you know, they're like monks in a monastery or something. I'm not even sure I'm using the right word. And I know they'll stay that toxic in the future. And I need them to be that toxic because the, the, the whole system can be attacked in so many ways. But what I've seen in the past with the block size wars is that almost, I can say whatever, but you can never be sure. But whatever happens, they'll keep this, this path. And that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, the block size wars, I was, I was still pretty new back then. So, I mean, I know what happened, but I don't know all the drama behind it. Um, because there's a lot of people who are in Bitcoin Cash that would tell you that the BTC crowd kind of betrayed the original vision, right? But <laughs> I don't want to get into the whole that whole war. Uh, yeah. Well, this is. I mean, the thing about Litecoin is it's it's so similar to Bitcoin that um, I think we sometimes we lean on saying, well, okay, everything you like about Bitcoin, right? It's proof of work. It's got decentralized mining. It's got I don't know nodes there might be a quarter of the nodes of Bitcoin right now. And considering it's, I don't know, market value is a hundredth of Bitcoin. That's probably ample decentralization. Um, and it's, everything's pretty much the same, right? You have 21 million Bitcoin. There'll ever be, there'll only be 84 million Litecoin. Like, do you know the basics about Litecoin? I don't want to bore you with the Yes, basics. yes. No, no, no. Yes, I do. I actually know them uh, uh, very well. But I would I would say, you know, it's funny because I don't I don't think like the amount of coins will ever change. Last week I was saying, you know, if 
I think that just like the difficulty adjustment changes on Bitcoin to accommodate new technology, I don't think block sizes should necessarily be set in stone, but that's just me, right? I'm not, um, I don't run the network, but you're right. The, that's where the culture is, is pretty important. That if you know culturally, like BSV is like biggest blocks we can possibly get, almost like they purposely want to make them bigger to the detriment of the chain. They don't care. That's like their culture. Um, Ethereum is like proof of work isn't important, right? They changed the proof of stake. Those people didn't care about it. I will say proof of work, I would say, is probably a non-negotiable. It, it is a non-negotiable as far as Litecoin is concerned. Um, I would say being willing to do some things that Bitcoin hasn't done, like Mimblewimble, um, and try to add some privacy and some scalability for users is something that Litecoin is doing that I don't know that Bitcoin will do. And maybe a thing with Bitcoin you may want to be aware of. The fact they're ossifying and saying we don't want to change anything ever again uh, might be a real detriment to privacy in the long run. I, I definitely agree with that. And actually, you know, for example, with what's happening with SegWit and Taproot, we can see what unintended consequences can do. You know, my, my sound hard money is a little bit less pristine now. It's okay. It's not a problem. But um, like I, the, 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 what the narrative of Bitcoin that we're going step by step slowly and checking all solutions be before taking a decision sounds pretty good. That being said, I also like the updates on Litecoin. Actually, we exchanged on Twitter some time ago and I went and looked into Mimblewimble and learned a little bit more about what it was and realized that I heard about it in the past, like in 2016 and 17. It was what Litecoin developers were calling the confidential transactions and now it has a nicer name. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but the other point, and I think that's what uh, others would say, uh, Bitcoiners, is that since Litecoin and Bitcoin are so similar, whatever upgrade that Litecoin gets that's pretty successful can be incorporated within Bitcoin if necessary. And if people really want it, nodes can even activate a user-assisted soft fork to go toward that direction and just take it. And, you know, that's one of the tricks that uh, Bitcoin developers used during the block size war. They, they went and implemented SegWit on Litecoin first to prove that it works and convince some big blockers that SegWit was a viable solution. And then they pulled it. They, that's how they got the, the support of users to pull it into, into Bitcoin. So since they're so similar, we can get all these upgrades on Bitcoin, right? So, and it takes me to my last point. Bro, oh, I sorry. Think, I think you answered your own question. You, you asked why Litecoin? And you, all you stated was reasons why you use Litecoin. But the only thing you don't do is hold it. You stated that you used Litecoin before because of the, the fees and it's faster to receive. And then you stated you, um, Bitcoin Maxis used Litecoin because they created Lightning on, Light, on Litecoin first and then they um, made it into Bitcoin. So you're using us more than you're actually using Bitcoin, but you're holding Bitcoin. I think you're right, because what well, I want is sound you, hard money. My question, my question is you, is why don't you hold Litecoin? I mean, you probably do, but my question is, why don't you just at least keep an open mind and a bigger portfolio of Litecoin if you keep a small portfolio? Because you're basically answering your own questions. And this is what we, what I sometimes get upset about. People say, oh, I use Litecoin for this, Litecoin for that, Litecoin for this, but I don't hold it. That to me makes no sense. You basically <laughs> yeah. use Litecoin for its purpose but you don't hold it. 
That explain yeah, to I, me how that makes sense. Yes. That's uh, I, I can try to explain best I can, but first of all, please don't be upset. I'm really oh, no, just I'm not you know I'm having sorry. a nice discussion. All right, no problem, no problem. I'm just kidding. She, she's so, a violent uh, guy. You better look out. Yeah, I'm not upset. <laughs> I just sound. I just sound upset. I'm not upset. I'm sorry. No, no, no problem. I'm not. No, it's just, I'm, I'm just having. I'm not one of those uh, Bitcoin guys. So uh, the the reason is that Bitcoin has this. At, at least, I don't know if it is actually strong. You can never know. But the projection of such a strong social layer that won't change. And you know, any update that is brought to Bitcoin could make my sound hard money less sound and less hard. You know, the taproot segwit combination gave us a lot of spam, which is okay because it just makes the money less, as I was saying, pristine and it's okay. But one of the updates could actually trigger something more critical. Actually, I see myself as a sound hard money user. For me, the developers are my enemy. They're my adversary. They're just trying to push stuff on me that will destroy my use case. So I have to, that's why I like being able to run the Bitcoin node and be able to use a user assisted software if necessary to stop them from doing something that goes against my incentives. But in Litecoin, what I was trying to say earlier is that I know nothing about Litecoin. I know nothing about the Litecoin community. I don't know if these guys won't just accept any soft fork or any hard fork at any time. And suddenly my sound hard Litecoin is not that much sound and you know much less hard. So it, that's what I was trying to say. The social layer of Bitcoin actually, for me, that's the most important thing that Bitcoin seems to have. No, and I I would agree with you on that. I think one of the things that's been a strong, like a, I don't know how to say it. It's a level of centralization is in Litecoin that we do trust Charlie Lee, right? Like you may say, yeah, Charlie, I used to talk to him and people think he just disappeared. He still works on Litecoin. He still funds a lot of development. He's very, he's ubiquitous and he is the guy that we look to. And we tend to believe if Charlie gives it a stamp of approval, that uh, we trust him, as crazy as that is, right? We're in a trustless system, but we do, at least I do, I say, you know, I, I don't think he's in it to harm anybody. He's in it for the right reasons, and he doesn't own any Litecoin, so he's not doing it to pump price. He's doing it because he believes it's the right thing to do. Um, but, you know, I, this is exactly what I was talking about. I think having a social consensus and an identity where you can look at Litecoin and go, that's what these people are about. That's what they're interested in. Um, gives you some sort of connection to what it is we're trying to, what are we trying to accomplish? Um, but I think you're doing it right, honestly. Like to say that, hey, Bitcoin's my sound money. And maybe you interact with Litecoin to use it because, uh, yeah, you you prefer to have a little bit of a small layer of privacy when you can use MWeb. Or you want to do ordinals and you want to spend a tenth of a penny instead of spending ten bucks or whatever it is you want to do, right? It's or you're awesome. spending or you're spending cash as Litecoin and your your savings is Bitcoin. I think that's very that should be that's probably what most people are gonna do, right? Because I agree. Because Bitcoin's yeah. kind of unusable as far as any sort of regular spending. We're never gonna reach a level where people are like day to day. And then you jump onto lightning and it's like at this point. Why not just use Litecoin? Like Lightning's too experimental, in my opinion, that the last thing you want to do is have something screw up and lose your Bitcoin. So I'd rather go to a decentralized exchange, flip into Litecoin, and just use that for my day-to-day -day spending. You know what I'm saying? But again, you don't have to trust anybody. Whatever uh, properties that Bitcoin has that makes you believe there's sound money, if you look 
Litecoin, you're gonna find the same the same principles. Okay, but but he is right. He is right in the sense that like with Bitcoin Cash, one of the things I find interesting about Bitcoin Cash, I just saw a thread today. They were talking about scaling blocks, and I'm thinking nobody is even using it. Why are you scaling if no one's using it? Right. So I get it. If you're at two megabytes and two megabytes is getting maxed out, okay, then go to four. If you're at four and it gets maxed out, move to eight. But to just jump to 32 when nobody's using it just feels like why I don't I don't quite understand the logic behind it. Yeah, but that's not the, that's like the debt limit though. Whenever you reach the debt limit, you increase it. You see what right. I'm saying? But it, but at least at least you could follow a logic. You could say, okay, this is what this community has done. They they've decided that once we reach a certain capacity or fees reach a certain level, whatever, at least it's a a plan that I can kind of identify with. I don't want to get pulled well, off in BCH so land. The, thing is, <laughs> just, the, the community, you mean the five developers they have that they're doing code, right? Yeah. I uh, mean, uh, uh, sorry, maybe it wasn't because uh, you mentioned like Bitcoin with the five developers because no, no, I don't care about the, ah, oh, sorry. Oh, BCH, my mistake, my mistake. Yeah. No, to you, I was saying like whatever values you find in Bitcoin that are some money, look into Litecoin. No, I, I agree. To, you don't have to trust anybody, all, nobody. You know? All the technical aspects. The point I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say is that the main difference is the social layer. The nodes is like the, the, all those guys, the toxic guys running the nodes are like a shield for me. That's how I sleep well, knowing that when I wake up in the morning, there won't have been a hard fork or a soft fork that just made ever, all my sound hard money, not that sound and hard. Um, but... Yeah, and that's I think what I don't know enough about Bitcoin about like the thing that you are, you're confusing is like whatever they're doing, you you don't have to follow. Even software, you don't have to follow. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, hey, Udi, how are you doing, man? Huh? Hey, Udi, you there? I thought I heard Udi in this chat. He's not here. It kind of sounds like him. This guy, I, PB, oh. I think uh, he sounds French. Oh, okay. No, I thought Udi was in here. <laughs> Yo, my, my question. You guys, are you guys saying I sound like Udi? Oh, yeah. I, I don't take that kindly at all. Like I, I'm not, <laughs> oh, I'm not a fan of that. On. Yeah, you have my headphones on. You sound like Udi, maybe like the, with a the voice oh my changer. God. Yeah. No, no, I don't have any voice changer or anything, but I have to do something about that. That's that's really not cool. All right. Well, what's wrong with Udi? What's wrong with Udi? Um, I'm not a fan of his previous history. And his inability to maybe admit that, you know, he did some things wrong. So I have a lot of friends who followed Udi and, you know, what happened after that when they followed him through his endeavors. Uh, and, you know, what he's doing right now, that's he's having fun and he's trolling people. Trolls going to be trolling. That's that's how it works. Yeah. That's fine. But um, I think, well, I, I find it a little bit too... Banned. Well, maybe that's what, you know, that's one of the counter sites of the Bitcoin community. Uh, maybe the, the only way to get their attention and interact with them, because yeah. behind Udi, there's Eric. And Eric has a few interesting points. Um, yeah, I think, so maybe I think, that's I the only way they found. Udi, I think both Udi and Eric have great points. And, you know, if you're not Udi, I wish that you were Udi because you sound just like him. Um, I'm glad you're in this chat. <laughs> uh, definitely. I think Eric's a super smart dude. Yeah, no, both I those guys I are. I don't know about Udi yet. I think he's a bit of just a troll, but well, yeah. I also <laughs> don't know about Udi. <laughs> I agree about Eric, but uh, Udi, oh my God, like, 
I, have you ever heard him in a space where people start asking him some like serious questions or you're not getting anything out of that there's no signal but I mean, eric I and like i think him. he's part of this well yeah funny. udi is a is a result of maximalism you know He's like the side. He's he's a he, he wouldn't exist. These trolls wouldn't exist. If Max well, I, I think yeah. Whatever. A lot of times, well, what's great about Udi, um, they 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 like to call out stuff that's just foolish. You know what I mean? And they and they like to try and find truth. And I think that's why Udi and Eric are you know trying to shine a light on Litecoin subtly. You know, but it's a good question he brings up about the social layer, right? And I guess the question is like, so sound hard money, the protocol itself is Bitcoin initially right so the blocks um are basically the same every you know every um just multiplied by four so you have eight i can't do the math anyways but um it's basically the same so the the total supply will always be 48 or sorry 84 million um i'm not even sure how you would even change that so so pb can you help me understand like you'd have to do a hard fork correct correct yeah, so there's no soft fork that that could change the hardness of it, and the soundness is basically the same. So the hardness, I guess, is to change the protocol, um, to change like the block, the the block like um, rewards, right? Yeah. So essentially, have... essentially, Bitcoin did do that already, but the social consensus stuck with BTC. Well, so, so the, think... well, the hardness hasn't changed, right? Because Bitcoin Cash still has the same twenty one million. And the same distribute, you know, the same block mining rewards. True, that's true. So, so we can we can talk about the hardness being the same. Like that's really hard to change. Now the soundness. So what what would be the soundness of these networks? Maybe we should just talk through what that means. Because we can say hard sound money. We understand what hard means. Like it's hard to change like the scarcity of it, or the like the inflation rate or whatever. That's pretty hard to do. The soundness, I would say, would be like to describe that it's like pure and like really difficult to counterfeit. So in that in that sense, it's really difficult to counterfeit Litecoin because you can't send a non-Litecoin transaction. Um, so it's pretty sound. Right. And maybe you'd even say like the reliability of his soundness. And, and Litecoin has 100 percent uptime. It's never been down and it's blocks. Uh, process four times faster, so that's pretty sound. I mean, if you if you were to compare like the soundness of Bitcoin versus soundness of Litecoin, I think they're both pretty sound. Um, and so for for like the net the nodes to like change that, the hardness is really difficult to change. And at that point, you still have Litecoin, like you still have Litecoin Original, or whatever. And we know what happens when you you fuck with a protocol. One of them is going to win out, just like you know, just like Bitcoin beat out Bitcoin Cash. Right. And I bet most some people, even when I was there, I was like, I don't really don't know what's going to happen. I saw Bitcoin cash price fly up to like three thousand. I was like, whoa, this actually may be moving. I was watching Fork.LOL. And I was like, I don't really know what is going to happen, uh, you know, which which side would win. But in the end, it, it, it's just fine. Right. Even if there was a hard fork, it's not going to be terrible. Um, you might get some people that just, you know, fork off and use that other fork, but it'll be a minority and the miners will choose not to mine it. So in my mind, Litecoin is just as hard and sound as Bitcoin. Yeah, and if, I agree. Yeah. And, if, and, and you know, the other thing, uh, PB, 
I, th- I kind of think that we're about the same number of users like 2015 to 2016 compared to Bitcoin. So we're just still early, right? So sorry, I was just ranting. Go ahead. No, but I, I agree with most of your points, except when you say if a hard fork happen or if a soft fork happen, uh, you know, there's uncertainty that happens. And that's something that's inevitable with a uh, permissionless protocol, like a decentralized protocol like Bitcoin or Litecoin. It could happen anytime. It can happen. Uh, and without getting into the hardness and soundness, because you can modify the soundness, like wh- what's happening right now with Bitcoin, uh, with ordinals, it's somehow a little bit of an attack on Bitcoin's soundness because it tries to convince people that one set is not one set anymore some sets are more valuable than other sets and that happened while everybody was was keeping an eye on that but what i'm trying to say is that if a fork happens which can always happen a soft fork or a hard fork in litecoin because i don't see the projection of the social layer and what they stand for i don't have a certainty that there will be a large enough portion of the network and the community and the economical nodes that will actually stand for what i want which is sound hard money with bitcoin i know those guys i see them every day i hear about them every day i know they're running nodes i know you know that's what i've been trying to say since the beginning litecoin is great let me push back a little bit let's let's look which which protocol has had more hard forks between Bitcoin and Litecoin? I can't answer that. Sorry. Oh, yes, you can. You know the answer. <laughs> Pretty easy. Which one? So, well, here, yeah, you if you're asking it, it's probably Litecoin's Bitcoin. One. Litecoin's yeah, one. No, it's, 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 it's Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin has had the most hard forks. And I, yeah. I was, that's fine they will happen these forks because that's what a decentralized system looks like the thing is after they happen you know just one is enough after they happen with bitcoin i have a higher certainty and there is no guarantee in all of this it's just a game of you know it's always uncertain it's always shaky and it's while it's still standing it's still standing and it could fall down at any time and with Bitcoin, there is a large social shield that wants the same thing I want. I see them. I know them. That's what the only thing they okay. stand for. Well, then do you think you in know, 2017, if you'd been operating on Bitcoin for six years and they wanted to add SegWit and you didn't want that, did they abandon your principles? Because that's what happened. So I, I really, I, you know, what you were saying earlier, I think was a really good point. There's no need to get into this whole thingy because it seems like a lot of people get upset when we talk about BCH versus BTC thingy. Well, no, but, I, I think it's just a good example. The only reason I bring it up yeah. is because, because, what hap- because what you're talking about happened, right? There were a group of people that were Bitcoin supporters for a long time, and there was this split, and there were, half the community thought, you're ruining both sides thought the other side was ruining the coin. Right. So you might believe you may believe that these hardcore maxis are in your corner, but at the same time they oversaw taproot, which a lot of Bitcoiners right now are probably very upset about and want to roll back. Right. That's a level of trust. There is a level of trust. Definitely. The social layer is a thing. Humans, right. They might make mistakes. That's the other part we got to admit. I agree. Yeah, I think and- Bitcoin broke the second it forked. Honestly, the second you start having two versions of the truth fighting for a cohort of miners, right? Like if, if fees get too high, if say like Ordinals takes over the Bitcoin blockchain and people can't transact in it in, in like a practical manner anymore, 
where are they going to go? They have to go, they have to go use BCH, right? Like that, th those miners will become more profitable. It'll flip Bitcoin potentially. And all because of the stubbornness of, of the toxic maxis, you know, because they're, of their, of their overconfidence in that Satoshi's original vision was, was the, the, you know, the divine intervention that Bitcoin needed, right. To keep proper time, to keep proper, I guess, lockstep with the population spending habits. Right. I don't think so. I think, I think maybe, you know, I, I work, I work in it and I know that software is always iterating, right. Software is always improving. And like, you know, even if you look at the first versions of Instagram and what it looks like now, so much has changed and it was a gradual change. It was iterative, like every six months or so you'll have like a small update, a small thing. But to think that you're going to be using the same database, essentially, the original one that was invented, like, well, what, how, how old is it now? Like 15, almost 15, no, 23 years ish, 24. 14 rather Wait, <laughs> 14 oh, years has, has been bitcoin been running for but like honestly satoshi would have changed the block sizes right I but it, i don't leave it with pb this way i just want to say like what you're doing i think is perfect is if bitcoin's your store of value and you like litecoin from time to time and you're using it here and there i think you're right where we all did the same thing and eventually just went, well, why do I keep switching back? You know what I mean? So it's just a time. I get it. It's a confidence thing. It takes time of using these tools repeatedly and knowing like every time I send Litecoin, it shows up. You know, it's not like I, I never have to. And we've talked about this. I don't do the tests. I used to do the test spend where you send, send a tenth of a coin. And then before you send the whole amount, I, I guess I do that sometimes for really large amounts, but. You know, it's no big deal. I don't think anything of using Litecoin anymore. I, just, I don't even, I, it's just, it's second nature. And as far as like what you're talking about, the sound money aspect, maybe it takes you some time. Maybe you never get there and Bitcoin's always your base layer. And like, that's, that's cool too. That's why we want, that's all we're all about. As many coins as you want. Like we want them to, we want them to cross functional. So like we, you know, Cake Wallet, I'll talk about them. You want, you're in cake wallet you can switch from bitcoin to litecoin for your spending right that's a great tool or some of these DeFi exchanges that allow you to switch between whatever coins you want to use for the right situation i think that's the best thing um we can ask for because if you put all your eggs in one basket and that basket is bitcoin and a developer makes a mistake or the community isn't looking closely enough or there is a contentious hard fork you're going to be wishing there were other coins. I'll just add that I didn't use Litecoin since like 2018. I used it a lot between 2016 and 18 to exit exchanges, but I've been using Lightning uh, since then. Uh, but I definitely understand your point. And maybe one other thing I'll add, it's, it comes from a video of Andreas uh, Antonopoulos. Most of you probably know him. Uh, he, he explained that in his opinion, all these uh, different blockchains and cryptocurrencies 
uh, would become like languages because languages have very specific features that other languages don't need. Uh, the example I think he took is if you go to a tribe in the desert, they probably have 20 different words to say sand or was it snow? I can't remember one of the two because there are so many different types of sand that they need that rich of a vocabulary to talk about sense. But if you go somewhere where there is no sense, they probably just have one word for it. So in his opinion, in the future, all these cryptos will coexist. But at the same time, there's the other point of view, which is that this is a protocol. This is uh, probably was popularized by Saifedin uh, Amus in the Bitcoin standard. So if it's a protocol, if you choose another protocol, you exclude yourself from everybody in the first protocol. And it doesn't matter if one of the protocols is better than the other. What matters is which one allows you to access the most amount of people, because otherwise you're excluding yourself from all of that. So whichever of the two is right, I'm not sure. But in the past, I used to think it's more like languages. But I cannot understand the specificities that Litecoin provides as a language today, uh, for me at least, you know, or yeah, that's a, other cryptos. That's a really good point about that. But the way I see them is both both of them will be protocols and the protocols will be like interoperable together. Um, and, and because of that, like through Lightning, for example, you can do atomic swaps. So you can kind of think of Litecoin is almost like another layer uh, to help Bitcoin scale, right? Um, Bitcoin has capacity limitations, which we know because that's that's in securing your hardness and your soundness uh, of the block size, right? So if the block size continues to stay where it is, you know, fees will rise and those will go to, to fund the security of the mining. Um, but there's 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 some folks that want to use a different protocol that gives you the same kind of equivalent or maybe even better um, network features, which I think Litecoin can do that because the block times are a little bit quicker. Um, and then all, that also gives you a little more capacity because you have more, you know, you have more block size through the uh, throughput four times as much and actually even more now with MWeb. Um, so the fees on Litecoin are going to be lower longer than Bitcoin. Uh, and then coupled with Dogecoin for shared security, the miners get a little bit of money off of those fees. So you're, you're actually getting kind of two protocols um, under the script mining, the non-competing with the Bitcoin mining. Um, so think of it have, like having a redundant system. And if this becomes the money of the world, which, you know, both you and I believe it's going to happen. We, we know it's going to happen. Um, the world is going to want more than one protocol. Why? Because I'm a perfect example. I already want a different protocol. I haven't used Bitcoin. Well, I take that back. I'm going to use Bitcoin this week, but I haven't used Bitcoin since 2020. Okay. I use Litecoin and I've had no problems. I love Litecoin. It works great. Bitcoin works good too. But the world, there's, there's going to be an option. Uh, the other incentive is the um the value like the opportunity uh, as an investor uh litecoin is at a point where it's extremely undervalued based upon its network stats so that's another reason to use the protocol right so value can the value can transfer between the two of those protocols can, can i i think i think the best thing pb to think of it this way because i know you trust bitcoin and i trust bitcoin as well and it's sound money if the fees, like if you have a lightning channel with $20 in it and fees go to $25, what do you do with that Bitcoin? Like, how do you get it? Like, you no longer own the Bitcoin, right? No, I, I understand. You're talking about a UTXO that I cannot spend anymore because of the network stats that become just crazy, right? That's 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, the fees are mathematically going to become crazy. It becomes impossible if the price is to go up at all. Um, and so, I and agree. Rate is going to maintain. I mean, you, you, if you've done yeah. any of the math, you know that you're talking yeah, yeah. about fifty to one hundred and fifty dollar fees in like eight years. So, this is something I, I, I thought about a lot, and I might be wrong. I'm not the, the most technical person when it comes to this, but during the block size wars, this is how I, I see this. So what, when you do the math, what you realize is that multiplying the block size or the throughput of the blockchain by tens, by even a hundred times, won't be enough uh, to really cover a usage for everything. So there is no other path than finding other solution that still allows it to be sound hard money. Lightning is not perfect, but because right now we have this one megabyte by, by block limitation that puts pressure on people to be creative and bring some interested people in entering complicated problems to try to come up with new solutions like, like right now we just got arc for example we might find a way to keep the sound and hard money and we have to give ourselves the time to do so you were saying it earlier this the whole thing is so young why are we so much in a hurry when the blocks are not even full all the time the fees are gonna go up but there might be ways. And the only way to get there, to find those ways, is to keep applying this pressure on the whole community. Because the truth is, if we try to stay on the first layer, we can multiply the performance capacity, more slow, whatever. It's going to require a huge amount of improvement for it to be usable by everyone. And Litecoin right now is not there. Maybe it will get there at some point. And a lot of other cryptos, I even heard about a crazy one that has several blocks mined every second that create a kind of weird weave. So people are trying to find solutions to make the base layer do that. And maybe they'll figure it out at some point. And if they do it in a Bitcoin compatible system, Bitcoin can just pull it. That's, you know, again, the protocol versus the language thingy. So why go elsewhere when it has the strongest social layer? That's how I thought about it. Um, so we need other solutions or we need a solution that fixes the blockchain scalability issue and maybe someone will figure it out. If not, we need other layers. So you, there's no think, point uh, in multiplied by two or four. Do you think, PB, that it's possible that Litecoin's community can grow? I'd like to know. That was my first question. I don't know <laughs> much about the Litecoin community. No, That's why I'm here. What's <laughs> interesting too is like I, I think like Cause I agree with you about like, I, cause that's why I started the show off talking about for like half hour about like, there's these coins. What I said is they can all essentially do what the other ones do. Right. They, cause I, you know, Litecoin can copy Bitcoin, Bitcoin can copy Litecoin. And it comes down to, there is a cultural element to like what gets adopted because there are coins, you know, Vertcoin I bring up all the time. It's a perfect example of it's 84 million cap supply. It's proof of work. And it has SegWit, it has all these things, but nobody uses it, right? Nobody knows about it because it didn't adopt any sort of narrative. It doesn't have any identity. And so nobody has any real reason to want to use it. I think Digibyte, I get Digibiters in here all the time. Same thing. Nobody understands like, well, why the fuck do I care about Digibyte? I can't use it anywhere, you know, and they'll come up with all these minuscule like cases, these uh, whatever on the, on the fringe cases uh, the reality is that it matters. You have to, these coins need to be used and they need to be recognized as money by large groups of people. And if they aren't, they, they die. That's just what this, this is what's going to happen because we can replicate the fundamentals of them over and over and over again. 
It's only that social layer that actually gives it um, long-term staying power. And where I think Litecoin technically is, honestly, I do think it's it's better it's better than Bitcoin technically for using money, for remaining decentralized, for spending, for scalability, all these all these things. It's better, but we haven't identified that cultural like niche where we fit really well. And I've and a Dogecoin to me is as silly as it is, has a much stronger cultural identity than we do. And if it had the same fundamentals as Litecoin, I think would like if Litecoin had the, the community and the culture of Dogecoin, I think it could surpass Bitcoin very fairly quickly. Um, but Doge lacks some of the fundamentals and that's why I think it continues to kind of struggle and its community is embracing the joke thing too much. Like once, once Dogecoiners get like, Hey, this is actually like legit. There's some legit value to this thing we have. It could be off to the races for Dogecoin. Right. So I, I think it's more important than, than we are giving it value for sometimes, you know, we don't think about it enough. Well, let me, let me add a little bit to that too. So I think the, the, the culture and the community could change pretty quickly. Right. So let's say you had like Udi, for example, let's say Udi started talking about Litecoin. Okay. Udi starts talking about Litecoin. What Eric starts talking about Litecoin. Then you have maybe potentially other popular influencers. And why are they popular uh, influencers? Because they, they're OGs. They've been in this space a long time. They have a large following. They're very knowledgeable about Bitcoin and other uh, of these cryptos. And you have that huge network effect that, that, is there for Bitcoin. And so Bitcoin kind of has the stage. Um, and that's really kind of hard to overcome. And if those Bitcoin influencers, for example, don't really discuss Litecoin, which they haven't since like 2018, um, that's kind of why maybe you might say like there's less of us. But that narrative, as you know, PB, can change really quickly if you had a couple people specifically Specifically, like Udi, for example, if Udi were to start talking about Litecoin more, um, you know, the technicals, the fundamentals, how undervalued it is, I think the community would come in pretty quickly. I think there's a lot of people that are Bitcoin supporters that appreciate Litecoin, especially knowing that. I don't know that's a great example. I I mean, Udi's nice and all, but I mean, I hear what you're saying. Dude, well, we all know that PB is Udi, but okay. Well, but hang on. But the other thing I do think is I, I think the culture. What do you mean? Hang on. Well, because I think the culture can shift because I, I, I would say five years ago, people would look at what Max Kaiser says today and think it's insane. Yeah, totally. But yeah, yeah. But he has a level of support in Bitcoin. And I think things like Jack Maulers and Michael Saylor, where the world's going to the U.S. dollar will run on Bitcoin rails. What What if Jack Five, six Mahler's, years ago, people have been like, wait, what yeah, are you but, talking about? I don't even know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Well, but, what if Jack Mauler said tomorrow that he was adding Litecoin to, to Lightning? Like, it's, like, it's just simple, guys. Everything's already there in place. We just need, uh, you know, a narrative to change. It's pretty quick. And, and yeah, Jack Mauler's. Go ahead. Sorry. 
I was just going to add, just so you know my opinion, I don't care about Jack Maulers, Max Kaisers, whoever, because they're all my enemy. They might threaten my sound harm money. And I know that there is a large group of guys in Bitcoin, just like me, you know, the laser-eyed tribe, as Udi called them. Uh, those guys, they think like me. So if there's a fork or there's whatever, we're going to stay together. And that's the social layer that I've been talking about. And in Litecoin, I'm discovering it right now, the social layer, by talking with you guys. That's what I'm, I'm learning well, right now. I think you should be aware of those guys. I know they're your enemy, but you yeah, should be aware that, yeah. you know, Michael Saylor has a lot of pull in Bitcoin and he can, he can garner a lot of attention because he controls a lot of money. And so if the community is willing to follow people like that, I think that's, that's a an attack vector. For everyone else, not for my laser-eyed friends. That's exactly well, the point I'm trying to, to make. You might, you may end up on the minority chain. Like you might yeah, get and then you may get more than 21 million coins. Like that could become a reality as well. And then we lost. I don't have sound hard money anymore, and I don't know where to find it elsewhere for it's now. So you know, it's and, yes, but I need the guarantee that the same thing that just happened in Bitcoin, which has an even stronger social layer in your scenario, won't happen in Litecoin. And for me, it's hardly credible because these guys in Bitcoin, you know, they really are extremists to the maximum. That's why people talk them call them the maxis. I think, but I don't even see that in Litecoin. So it seems like a weaker social system. Without, I'm not trying to be offensive or anything. I'm, no, 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 I'm no, here no, to no. learn more about this. That's why I'm, I'm just telling you what I understand right now. And please educate me. No, tr honestly, PB, I love the way you think. I, I like, I listen to what you're talking about. And this is the stuff that goes on in my head all the time, right? Because there is a balance. And I think you're acknowledging, though, that like the laser-eyed maxis have failed to a degree. Uh, you mean like with Taproot and Segwit and the spam we have right now? Well, like what, that, what happened sure. at uh, Bitcoin, the Bitcoin summit? Was that a maximalist summit? W which summit? Like, are we talking about something in 2017 or, or no, like the, the conference? <laughs> when does this happen last weekend? You mean between... Uh, I, I don't know. There's so many dramas in Bitcoin. I'm not sure which one you're talking about. What's <laughs> happening like Greg, today like with Greg, Greg Floss? Like like yeah, whole, I don't care about that guy. Yeah, I don't care about that guy. That's the thing. Who, Greg Foss? Yeah, yeah, I really don't care about that guy. Like, but but to your point though, those guys, <laughs> those guys, really aren't going to change the protocol, Udi. That's what I mean. Sorry, PB. That's what you're getting at. <laughs> no, no. People are calling me Udi. Oh my god. No, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I meant to say PB. You just sound just like him. Um, but but you're right. That that is a good point. You have those those individuals that are probably are running nodes. Uh, they're probably don't have the, you know, there aren't, they're even, they're fighting even ordinals, which, which means you have a really strong community in there of individuals that, that want to, um, you know, kind of ossify Bitcoin, right. And, and that's an advantage for Litecoin because Litecoin, uh, from a capacity standpoint has more capacity. Right. And, and one thing that I really like about it is, is being more used as a medium exchange and sure you could. You could argue that Bitcoin can use Lightning as a really good medium of exchange, which it could be, and it probably will be down down the road. But but Litecoin today is a better medium of exchange uh, on the layer one, um, and so that's just yeah, that's just one of one of the main reasons why I just prefer to use it. Um, and nobody's even talking about doing hard forks on Litecoin, um, and we have you know a community of people, not as much as Bitcoin. 
but you're right. That could be attack vector. So you can have a bunch of Bitcoiners like you come into our chats and start acting like Litecoiners using like voice changers, um, you know, and, and maybe trying to like persuade individuals to, to change or hard fork the protocol to make faster block times, which would potentially maybe change the hard cap. Um, but then you have, in, you know, you, myself was, is going to vote against that. Right. And I'm sure others, because we also want the hardness and soundness of Bitcoin. And that's why we have Litecoin. So we want 84 million. Uh, has the same four-year halvings. We want everything to be the same. Even when, it, even when you go look at like Litecoin Core, um, we try and emulate everything to be very similar to Bitcoin Core that is like compatible. And so Litecoin is like 99% like in lockstep. You'd probably say like 90% now since of MWeb. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're here. You should keep coming because that's going to help us build a stronger community. And if, you know, you start running your own node and start coming, joining these chats or however you get involved, that's going to help the community, uh, you know, kind of be stronger together. We just need more people. More people makes it stronger. All right. I got to let, I got to let Al talk here in a second because he's been up here. Um, but I do want to tell a quick MWIP story. So uh, you guys know, I've told you about Cake Wallet, you know, I'm, I, I show for them hard because they've been very nice to me and they give me a little bit of a sponsorship and the guy... Vic was like, Hey, uh, can I send you the, uh, sponsorship via the tweet pay? You know what I'm talking about? That bird pay they have where I have in my pinned tweet, I have my Litecoin address and he can go on to cake and just type in my Litecoin, my, uh, Twitter handle and pay me. And I said, well, um, I don't want that to be like public information, you know, like how much you're sending me. And even if he doesn't say it, like if people could go look at my address and see how much he's sending me, trust me, it's not a lot, but I just think it's weird <laughs> that it's out there. And like that little layer of, I want an address that people can send money to and not everybody know how much they're sending me. Like it's, I can't believe it's taken this long for us to end up with MWIP. Like that, that to me is a serious problem down the line that if you publicly display an address you're basically saying, here, look at all my finances. 